Tour Diary podcast. Uh, I am Brad Knife, and I am the host of this. I'm also sort of the lead guitarist for this band. Our manager kind of, he said that this is sort of the new way that people are sort of, uh, you know, putting themselves out there, promoting themselves. Uh, So I guess we can just go around and maybe sort of give our names and, you know, what our position in the band is. Yeah, you want to start? Absolutely, absolutely. So I am Mark Rydell, and I am the vocalist and the uh, main songwriter. Okay, Mark. And uh, of course, I'm uh, Greg Grizzly on the uh, on the drums. Okay, nice. Yeah. So I mean, I guess like we can just sort of get. I mean, we're in NYC right now. We are in our sort of tour phase. Uh, we're sort of touring the album, sixty nine seconds to Pennsylvania, uh, which is our yeah. it's our eighth studio album actually, uh, which is huge. I mean, people listening just probably know that though, right? Yeah, and I feel like we yeah. really unlocked something with this album. Um, uh huh. I just I just feel like uh, all the music and all the lyric, like all the songs, like we lived it. You know what I mean? Like every every lyric, like it's we we all lived it. So it's just nice. It's just kind of nice to you know really let the public hear it. Yeah, I was gonna say you know you're sort of the Mark. You you wrote a lot of the the lyrics for this one, so you live the most of it. Uh, you know, which is like, I mean, it's really cool. You really live the life, sort of. Uh, I mean, what's your favorite? I think my favorite track from it is sort of Trenchfoot, and that is from when you had that. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, I had a bad case of trench foot, um, uh-huh. and it got uh, it got infected, and it turns out that's what happens. Athlete's foot turns into a trench foot, and so it's like a it's a wicked case of athlete's foot. Yeah, and I yeah. had to go to the doctor, and it was a little bit of a mess, but um, only you know only partially scarred, which is kind of a blessing in disguise, considering. Mm-hmm. The amount of the amount of like pus and damage there was with that mm-hmm. necrotic, right? Yeah, yeah, it got necrotic. Yeah, but it's uh, a universal message, really. It's not just about. It's like everyone has a trench foot of their own. Yeah, you know? yeah. A lot of people do have undiagnosed medical conditions that could sort of be exasperated given enough time. Yeah, true. exactly. Yeah. So the song did sort of speak to a lot of people. I do know that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I was thinking about you. Like, like when I was writing it, I was like. Like, I was thinking about Greg and the drums, you know? Like, I was just, like, thinking about Gigi's drumming. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh-huh. it's got that it's got that awesome drum solo on that song, man. And I just got to say, it's funny. It's funny you said, you know, Trent's Foot was your favorite song, dude, because my favorite song on the album is Ringworm. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the time That was kind of the time you had Ringworm inspired that one, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um... 
So it turns out your immune system gets really messed up when you get trench foot. Um, and so I ended up having uh, a real bad case of ringworm. Um, I, I, it's either that or the uh, that, that metal can that I uh, accidentally ate. It's uh, either one of those two. Yeah. Well, the, the, the sort of return to uh, high school wrestling that you and I did, Mark, uh, that sort of probably didn't help the ringworm situation. Is that right? We kind of, I mean, so for sort of listeners at home, just to give a little context here, if, if you're not fans of the band from like early on, we sort of broke up for about, I don't know, what would you guys say? Like what? Yeah. Three, four years? About, yeah, around there at least. Uh-huh. Um, and it was messy. The re- you know the reason that we broke up was messy. Yeah. Um, and so we sort of Mark and I sort of went on our own for a second there to grab like a you know sort of our former glory days. We sort of returned to the high school wrestling mats, uh, and unfortunately, that sort of resulted Mark and you getting ringworm. Isn't that right? Yeah, it's uh, you know back in my days uh, with the pioneers, I didn't. Um, I don't know if I was immune back then or what, but uh, the way these mats are these days, it's like they're like they're habitats for this kind of stuff. They they really are. They're 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 rife with with germs. And these kids these days, you, you the real the what I really think is going on is a lot of these kids um, they they're eating just hot pockets and Papa Gino's pizza, and so like just like a lot of processed stuff. Like back in our day. You know, it was fruit. It was like you know, we were we were ripping home cooked meals. Yeah, home cooked meals. Yeah, ripping like ripping fruit out of the dirt. You know, but these kids, uh-huh. it's like they're going to a supermarket, and I think it's really that's what's. It could be that, or I I I didn't shower. I went on that shower um, hiatus. Yeah, that big shower hiatus that you took. <laughs> it might be all of the above. Might be all of the above there. Greg, what did you get up to? We sort of, you sort of went, went sort of AWOL when we, when we broke up for those three or four years, you sort of went dark and I am sort of, the fans sort of do want to know what you were getting up to, uh, in that time, you know, I'm kind of wondering if we should kind of maybe clear the air on why, on why we broke up. I mean, I'm sure some of the fans know about it. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, people people will notice you know there there's no way to, to hide the fact that we used to be a, a quartet and now we're a trio i mean mm-hmm. yeah. and sort of I mean, you guys got in it and got in that huge fight with uh our former bassist claxton and mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. a lot of words were thrown a lot of instruments were thrown he just you know he didn't do he didn't respect you mark i realize that now that he he was out of line yeah so, uh... yeah he he didn't respect me um he i mean he didn't respect music really like he didn't respect the instruments he didn't res- he had he had zero yeah. respect for the craft and so when he came in i mean we, we were having jam sessions like i'm getting mad just thinking about it. when we were having jam sessions he'd come in with uh and he would just, he called it like a fanuck in the bass. Uh-huh. And he would, he would be like, I'm just fanuck in the bass. And it's like, dude, we're not playing whatever the fuck you're playing. We're not fanucking like, we're, around here. Yeah, we're not yeah. fucking around. Yeah, like it's this is kind of serious business that we're doing, actually. And to yeah, disrespect the bass guitar like that is actually something 
one of the biggest things that you can do to make everyone else upset. Yeah, like we're yeah. Do- dude, we're doing melanoma scare right now. All right, we're uh-huh. doing that right now. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, it's, that's that's it's it just pissed me off. The melanoma yeah, scare, did- of course, is one of our songs. Just to clarify, yes. yeah, uh, yeah, we're you, in the middle of melanoma scare. He has sort of a walking bass solo that he just fucking farted through, and it pissed me off. <laughs> He farted through the whole thing. He farted, farted through the whole thing. I mean, not literally, but of course, figuratively farted through yeah, it. Fanucked it. He fanucked yeah. it. Yeah. Uh huh. The fanucker. Well, so, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was, you know, back then I, I kind of regret I was trying to stay neutral. I was trying to stay out of it. Uh-huh. And so I, I did. I, you know, as you said, I, I went off the grid. I, I, I got a cabin. I didn't speak to no one for, for basically the, those three years. Only, uh, only the local grocers, the only place I went, only contact I had with humanity. And yeah. I was just kind of alone with my thoughts, alone with my drums for all that time. And yeah. and I, I'm kind of ready to come back and do this because I realize it, it, it is serious. It is a serious thing. It is the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't love it or you don't respect it, it's, it's got to be your life because this, this is the life we chose. And it's slightly yeah. related to that. That cabin did burn down, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I got... <sighs> It's a little embarrassing, but uh, sort of I got into making my own candles, sort of, uh, you know, the beeswax and the stuff growing around, uh-huh. just creating new scents and stuff, just something to keep the time, occupy the time. And uh, I got a little too, I got a little too crazy with it because I was, I would leave them all burning in, in the, uh, in the cabin. Well, that's your first mistake right Just there. carefree. That was a mistake. I realized uh-huh, that. Yeah. And that was sort of my come to God moment where I realized like, you gotta, you gotta care about, so you gotta be careful and you gotta care mm-hmm. or you're well, gonna you're course, gonna burn you're down you're gonna burn yeah 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 that's kind of a... thanks um but yeah i mean greg i was actually gonna kind of say this you've spent so much time sort of isolated up in the mountains and it must be so is that sort of you know just to say we are in new york right now for our first show uh and we were in times square and you were sort of wide-eyed i mean you looked like you were about to you know, I shit yourself or something. You look terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. That's putting it kids, lightly. Those kids kept trying to hug you because you kind of look like Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, quite the beard. I got quite the beard going on. And you're wearing all blue. You weren't doing me. yourself any favors on that front, which was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and when we went to the M&M store, of course, everyone thought you were the blue M&M. Yeah, that was... I, mean, I hadn't dealt, you know, with people in general and to be constantly swarmed by kids thinking I'm all types of characters. It was, it was scary. I did, I did freeze up. I did not, I did not know how to handle that. And I'm thankful for you guys being there with me, kind of, uh, kind of shoo them away. Cause I, I, I had that flight response. I wanted to flee. I wanted to just hide, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, dig a, dig a hole in the woods. You can just dig a hole and nobody will find you. But in, yeah. in Times Square, there's no holes to be dug. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They sort I, of, I, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, nice. Go uh, ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of the digging the holes, that's how they found you when the cabin burned down, right? Because the firemen came oh, in, yeah. sort of dragged you out. A little bit of like a kind of, there's, there's, some yeah, I was, like I was dirty. Bomb. Yeah, like I said, I was dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, not my proudest moment. Yeah. They thought they they were shocked to find out that that was not a corpse, that that was a that was a live human, mm-hmm. and it was not a 
it was not a pleasant experience. You know, I was I was devastated by the loss of my cabin, and to have sort of these firemen surrounding me, sort of shocked that this is a that this is an actual person in front of them. I I, I was scared, and I was I couldn't handle I couldn't handle them. I couldn't. Absolutely. I just let out a shriek. I and mean, one of the new tracks is is kind of medical marvels about you. Um, you know, just the ability to uh, exist under dirt for that long is, is really kind of that's a marvel all, all in and all of itself. Um, and, and so I like I just want to say that like talking about like living through the tracks like that's 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 ripped straight from your life, man. Like I'm telling you right now, like that's you. you should get a writer's credit for just living in that <laughs> for so long. It's an honor. It's an honor. It's an honor to have that song written about me. Yeah, living in that hole because it really it really is a marvel. And I, the way I see it, it's the earth, you know, the earth takes care of us. The earth is there to provide for us and people, you know, people dirt, I guess it's got a dirty connotation, but it's, it's good for you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it, it'll yeah. heal, it'll heal your wounds. It'll keep you safe. It'll keep you warm. So I something mean, to think can, about for you the, can just come out, you can plug your lotion. <laughs> thanks dude um yeah you can plug yeah so I, it's okay i mean that's sort of what this whole thing's for is to sort of promote ourselves so go ahead oh, i wasn't sure that you're making i wasn't sure if it was some kind of faux pas or or, no, or anything do it uh yeah so i got greasy's grease lotion coming out uh we're stocking we're getting it shocked uh stocked on shelves this fall um i sort of was you know working with a lot of chemicals, a lot of substances, natural chemicals, of course, mind you, not yeah. not nothing natural in a lab. Chemicals and natural substances. Natural chemicals, yeah. natural substances found right from the earth. I was playing with them. I was experimenting with them in my, my you know three years I was in that cabin, and I and I found some. I mean, you guys could attest my skin's probably looking better than you've ever seen before. And it's just these these things are natural, and they will yeah. heal you. So look out for that lotion. That lotion will get yeah. you looking. Great. Looking good. Yeah, that's awesome. And you explicitly tested on animals, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I had, you know, I was the only human. on animals? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I tested on myself. You know, I was the only human around. I was the only human I was in contact with. Uh-huh. Any animal I could get my hands on in the woods, I was just smearing them. Most of them, I got to say, it it might sound unethical. Nearly all the animals loved it. They they would come by. They would, they would uh, keep coming by the cabin. They would, uh, and this stuff is safe to eat because it's all natural. So they would, they would even eat it. They would, they would love it. They would lick it off my hand. They would, I would rub it on their heads and stuff. Every animal was looking good. Every animal was looking healthy. So nothing to be afraid of. Greg, I got to say, you sent me some pictures of those animals, buddy. And some of those squirrels, those were the moistest squirrels I've ever seen in my life. I mean, supple Mm -hmm. skin on these things. I mean, it was like they had, and it was Mm -hmm. also, it, it, it sort of was a tanning effect. Like you had been to the beach. So some of these squirrels looked like they had been oh, on the yeah. beach, laid out in the sun, sort of been able to take their straps off their bikinis all over the place. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, these these animals look like they had a great vacation. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's and that's what it feels like on your skin. It feels like you're giving your skin that vacation uh-huh. that you just you sometimes you can't get in your busy lives. You know, people got busy lives. Honestly, inspiring, just inspiring stuff, man. Like honestly. Thank you guys. Uh, Thank you guys for giving yeah. me the floor to yeah. talk about that. It's just, yeah, it's just like, it feels good to be around creative people again, you know, mm. like hanging out with those, those kind of those, those animals, um, in the, uh, the wrestling ring. It was just, uh, those kids, 
have thick skulls and thick brains. Um, and so like being, being around, you know, it's like creative people doing creative things for a creative purpose is really something that inspires me, you know what I mean? And so I just want to, mm. I'm just so happy we're back at it. You know, like I'm so, like, I'm so excited for, uh, playing, uh, I, the, the concert where, the, the, where we're playing the dirty weasel is actually a legendary venue in, mm. um, yeah, it's, uh, near Gowanus. It's right by the canal. Um, and it's got just great acoustics and it's really just a powerful place that w- is really going to kind of like blow your socks off. Um, I'm, like we, we tested it, like we tested all, all the, all the acoustics and uh, it was just kind of incredible how it just bounced off the, off the water. Well, I was, what I will say is, so we originally were sort of shooting for the moon here. We were shooting for Madison square garden. Uh, we were promptly to- uh, you know, sort of, turned away from that uh and we had already sort of preset all of our instruments to that level of sound to get through madison square garden so if you come to the show at the dirty weasel what you are going to find is that the acoustics are so loud and so sort of full because they were set to a level that was going to fill one of the greatest arenas in the world but now is of course filling the dirty weasel in Kiwanis. so yeah i mean that you that's looked but- forward to you know Honestly, I'm not mad. Like, I'm not oh, no. like, there. like, there's great things about like big venues. And there's great things about little venues. And the thing I love about a little venue, like a small venue is how intimate the performance is. And so like, I'm going to be able to just reach out and touch you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to like, like, it's a it's going to be like a more than just like you're listening an audible experience. It's going to be a physical experience because I'm going to get out there and I'm going to like interact with the audience, you know, like I'm going to really it's like, we're back, you know, we've been away for a couple of years, like they're hungry for it. And it's no better place than just, uh, to kind of like get after it than the dirty weasel. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, and I, I sort of love our sort of, you know, relationship that we have with the owner skunk. He's a really nice guy. Uh, we met awesome him. Guy. He's hooking it up for us. Yeah. Uh, so he's cool. giving a, you know, anything free that we want. He said we can have a bunch of free stuff. He didn't really specify what that stuff was necessarily. He did just say free mm-hmm. stuff, uh, which is. Cool, and we take maybe. him on his word for that. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe so that. Well, he's got, he's got a lot of cool stuff though. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. The, the, the dirty weasel uh, folks that haven't been there. It's it, the wall, it's wall to wall trinkets, trinkets all over the wall. And it's just, it's just, it creates this atmosphere. Like you're in, it's like almost like a museum of just of stuff. Skunks just collected over the years, different, you know, skulls, knickknacks, little bobbleheads, different celebrities. Yeah. A couple of tchotchkes. It's tchotchkes and, 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 you know, bobbles and bits. It's crazy. Uh, and so yeah. I, took that, I took that Russian doll, that nesting doll. Okay. Yeah. I took that right off the, yeah, I took that oh. right off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I took that. Yeah, you, had, you liked it. You, you like that? You yeah. like that? He loves those. <laughs> One thing I know about Marcus, he loves those. Yeah, it was. I love opening them and just float, <laughs> like putting the putting the little girls in and taking the little girls out. Mm-hmm. You're and always just, surprised was, when you find a, a new one in there, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. You know, like people people don't get it, but it's it's fun. Like I like I try to show. I remember t- showing those 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 wolves. Um, the, the nesting dolls and that kid fucking Tommy, a little no. hooligan, broke 
broke uh broke two of the nesting dolls yeah yeah i do remember that yeah that was that was rough rough. um yeah skunk sort of brought me uh into the back room and he sort of lifted he opened a chest he had a bunch of sort of souvenirs from the gift shop from the bodies exhibit if anyone remembers that Mm. you remember that where they had all those sort of dead people displayed up you know propped up he had a bunch of souvenirs from the uh from the bodies exhibit in the trunk he said you want some free stuff here you go but not this there's other free stuff that i'm going to give you later on so i was Uh like okay he sort of he sort of showed me that as an example but then closed the trunk quickly and said no there's other things that you can have but this is just some of the stuff that i had so honestly when you came out in full ss regalia I was like, um, like he did do I, that I was, to me. Yeah, he he had he had like he has a whole kind of uh, an, like a Nazi empire. It seems like um, of just like I don't know where he's getting it, but when you came out, I was like, oh okay, like I'm feeling this now, and I was sad that you he wouldn't let you keep that either. Yeah, uh, I mean, to be fair, I didn't want to keep it. Uh, I did want to sort of get over get rid of that. Uh, <laughs> but of course our manager our manager he sort of uh told me he said brian he said you got to just sort of roll with the punches here because we are on our last legs this guy's sort of our last resort there uh so yeah uh mm-hmm. so i i sort of just had to put it on sort of play play along a little bit um Guys, I mean, I, what have you been getting, sort of getting up to in the city? Because we are here. We have been here for about a day now. Uh, the the gig is tonight. Mm. And we sort of had yesterday. We know we went to Times Square with uh, old Greg here. And he got bullied by a bunch of kids who thought he was Oscar the way. What was it? Which one was it? Grover? And then the blue M&M? They thought both. They, they got confused. Yeah. Most of the grabs Grover. They just said Sesame Street. So I just. Uh, then we sort I, of split I off, ex- right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We split. Yeah, I got into a little bit of nonsense, boys. Okay. <laughs> I'm tell you right oh. now. Yeah, hey. the fuck, yeah, the fucking Rydell special uh, came right <laughs> out of came right out of me. So I went down to the the uh, Dallas uh, Dallas barbecue, and uh, yeah, ate a whole whole rack of ribs. Um, yep. Corona yeah, Rita. Rack, a Corona Rita. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I fucking chugged that, and so I was feeling loose, all right? I was feeling real loose, just feeling really good. And so I went to um, that new, that dance club, that uh, the one that um, Skunk was talking about, um, uh, Nasty Mike's, mm-hmm. um, that place, it's, it was hard to get to, but I was feeling adventurous, I was feeling weird. Honky so Tonk I, Dance Club, is that right? A Honky Tonk yeah, Dance it's, Club? It's a honk, it's a Honky Tonk Dance Club, uh-huh. and like they're heavy on the honky. All right, I'm sure. telling you right now, they're wow. heavy. Yeah, a lot of honkies. Um, and so I go, I go there, and I'm just like, okay, I feel like I'm in my element. You know what I mean? Like I feel sure. like, okay, this is like I could live here. Um, and I just met up with a couple of guys. Uh, this guy, his name is like, it was like. I think his name is Brisket, um, and another guy named Paul and their wives, um, Crystal and Samantha. Mark, and can so, I just interrupt you real quick? I just got to say, yeah. isn't it so funny how you went to Dallas Barbecue and then you met a guy named Brisket? 
<laughs> I feel like honestly, I feel like it's I got I had meat on my mind the whole night. Right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I, uh, but yeah, <laughs> it is wrong with that. Yeah, and so like uh, I I honestly his name might not have been I was so wasted off that corner of Corona Rita <laughs> that like maybe I I made up his name as Bruce I don't know who, who like. All I knew was this guy was down to party. He had a gigantic uh, bolo tie, uh, a beautiful belt buckle of like a just a big old eagle. And so I go, okay, this this is my kind of guy. So I just struck up a conversation with him, his wife, and uh, his buddy Paul, his wife, and we got to talking. Okay, uh-huh. as 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 people in New York get to talking, and so we ended up going. Um, we ended up going to. Uh, Back to Times Square, and we caught a we caught a play. Wow! <laughs> what play? Well, it was it wasn't it was underground play. Um, it was an interactive play. Oh, it's um, not not the one Skunk told us about, is it? Yeah, it's actually. I don't know if he's working with them, but it's. Uh, yeah, so I got into a little bit of ass play with um, with Brisket and Paul. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was just kind of, it was kind of nuts. Um, and it actually inspired us a, a, a new song. Um, um, yeah. Uh, called, is it a hemorrhoid? Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Can't wait to hear that one. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's beginning stages, but it's just fun. Just fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Just fun. You know, it's crazy. Something, something pretty similar ha- happened to me after I left Times Square. You know, I was, I was kind of having, you know, I was feeling faint and having like sort of a panic attack. So I, I decided to go to a to Central Park. You know, try to clear my head, try to get back to nature, try to get get back in touch with that. I, you know, the city was a little too much for me. So I'm walking around Central Park, and you know, I start, I spot this, uh, you know, these ducks in the in the pond there. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. just like. I'm just like, this is more my speed right now. This is not, you know, this is not loud kids screaming at me, grabbing at me. So I kind of took, I kind of took my shoes off, put my shoes, you know, under a tree and then started dipping my toes in in the water. Right. And would you believe, would you believe the second I'm doing that, this, this Uh old lady, she must be 80 years old, man, at at least. And she's, she's in the park and she's, I can tell she's just looking for trouble. Yeah. She's like, you can't leave your shoes here. She's yelling at me. You can't leave your shoes here uh-huh. under a tree. What is she? The park police? And this woman? What is? She I'm like, like, that's what I, that's going through my head. You're just an old lady. You don't. You can't tell me what to do. And I'm just like, I'm enjoying the pond, lady. I'm yeah. gonna go back to the shoes any second now. Why? Why are you? Why are you harassing me? Yeah. And she wouldn't. She wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. So I. So I did. You know, I'm not proud of this, but I took some pond water and I started you know, started spl- splashing at her. She said, you uh, cannot be splashing me in this park. Yeah. And she took out, she took out some, a uh, little pepper spray. Oh uh, yeah. Sprayed me right in the eyes, right in the eyes. Can Jeez, I ask you, Greg? You're... Greg, can I ask yeah. you a question? Did you do the old Greg trick on her where you say, Hey, come here. I got a bug for you, but your hands are in the water. <laughs> and you split, you splash her in the face. Did I that? did. I think, you know, I think, uh-huh. In retrospect, I think that was what what set her over the edge. <laughs> she did not like that. She did yeah. not like that. Because for a second, she thought you guys were on the same page. You found a cool bug yeah. in, the, in the pond, but then yeah, yeah I will. As, as much as she was a, <laughs> it was water. 
as much as she was a hostile, very nasty old lady, I will say she was a nature lover. So I do, I do feel kinship with her on that respect. Yeah, and I, and I beautiful. did take, I did take advantage of her in that way. And, she, and, and knowing that she would, she would definitely want to see a cool bug if there was a cool mm, bug. Yeah. So I, maybe I won't do that in the future. So on my end, uh, as you, as everyone knows, I'm in recovery. Uh, so mm. I had to go to uh, Payne Huffers Anonymous. I had to find a meeting. I was sort of yeah. craving it. A little sort of an interesting sort of thing happened where the Paint Hovers Anonymous was, of course, in the Home Depot on uh, oh. 23rd oh, Street. So they hosted the yeah. meeting for the Paint Hovers Anonymous in the Home Depot. They sort of have a partnership there. Yeah, it seems a little yeah. counterintuitive. But, but maybe exposure therapy, you know? Yeah, that, that's sort of what was happening was there was a lot of, you know, we were sort of right in the paint aisle. Uh, they said we have to be strong. So I got up, I shared, uh, talked about how paint huffing ruined my life. Uh, you know, every sock I've ever owned is gone in the trash. Yeah, ruined. Uh, you know, paper bag. I spent a fortune on paper bags and paint, of course. Yeah. And of course, and my wife is gone too. She left yeah. me as well, and my children. That's up. That's up. <sighs> Lisa. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh, but anyway, I met a fella there who's the uh, captain of the Staten Island Ferry. He let yeah, me dri- uh, drive the boat there. Huge guys. Yeah. No way. The ferry? Are you kidding me? <laughs> For a brief second, I, he let me behind the wheel. I drove the ferry around the Statue oh. of Liberty. Uh huh. Because those are, things aren't and, easy uh, to handle. Those, those boats don't drive themselves. No. No, they That's don't. Crazy. They absolutely don't. And it was sort of... You're behind, you know, 25,000 pounds of sort of German engineering there because they are German yeah. vehicles. Yeah. And uh, it's a thrill. It's a real thrill. Yeah. And it's much better than any sort of uh, cheap thrill you can get from huffing, you know, a chemical like paint. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that's what I got up to last night. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say anything because, uh, you know, I didn't want to set you off or anything, Mike. But uh, it must have been hard for you at the Dirty Weasel with all those open cans of paint skunk head lying around. I know you know, it's have been interesting easy you say that, Greg. It's interesting you say that, Greg, because it seems wherever I go, uh, there seems to be paint, open paint or closed paint, just copious amounts of it all around me. Which, uh, yeah. you know, in my sort of, through my eyes, it's it's the Lord challenging me. That's sort of how I see mm. it. Uh, but it is beautiful. very strange how every time I go to a room or even to a, a Paint Hover's Anonymous meeting, for instance, there seems to be paint in the room with me, uh, yeah. sort of tempting me, you know. But do you um, think it's like, you know, when you when you see a new word and then you, you see you notice that new word everywhere? Uh-huh. Do you feel like maybe everywhere you're going, you're just noticing paint, and it was it was yeah. there all along? You know, it, it's funny you say that because that might actually be true. Uh, because I have sort of seen paint in places you wouldn't expect it, but maybe they it has been. So, for instance, uh, I went to a I, you know stopped in a Starbucks, yeah, out here mm-hmm. in uh you know in the city, and I you grab a green tea. Yep. And uh, there's a big can of paint sitting right there. And I said, what's that paint doing there? And the guy says, well, there, we have one in every store. Yeah. I say, okay, that's strange. I've never uh-huh. even thought, yeah, I've never even noticed that before. That's interesting. So, uh, you know, maybe there's a, something to what you're saying there, uh-huh. Mark. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Two eyes make a lion. 
that's true yeah two eyes do make a lion and i have been seeing a lot of delicious looking paint everywhere i go uh yeah but yeah so guys i mean i'm excited for the show tonight uh so excited i think maybe we should so give excited. people a little bit of a uh you know sneak peek into our pre-show processes what we like to do sort of give them a peek behind the curtain here and i can sort of maybe go first for me i pray to god Mm. uh specifically uh yeah i pray for a good show i pray for success uh, and i pray for our health and it's not a christian god that's uh, that's the thing i'm getting from the prayers definitely not a christian god no no it's not a christian god no um it is a sort of non-denominational god uh sort of some folks i met online and i have sort of been getting together and sort of crafting our own thing uh just because it doesn't seem we fit in anywhere else you know yeah and it's it's yeah. not a nice god from what i've noticed it is not vengeful. a nice god vengeful yeah. god yes yeah. we have created a vengeful god for ourselves yeah uh very scary yeah it feels almost like voodoo if i'm being honest with you <laughs> especially um with that the little doll of lisa that mm. uh, I saw in the back. I didn't want to say anything, but I definitely saw it. From the um, Simpsons, you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah Lisa, yeah. <laughs> um, Lisa from the uh, Simpsons. Yeah, so it seems like, I don't know if, how she factors into the prayer. Well, she doesn't necessarily factor into it. We do just need a doll of any sort of human form, and she was sort mm. of the closest one we found. She was just on hand. Uh, so it's not specifically having to do with Lisa Simpson, but we needed a sort of human looking doll and that was the one that one of us had. Uh, so, you know, and it's, we are sort of taking elements from Sangria. We're taking elements from, uh, you know, some sort of Sangria, the drink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 You, that's which is blood, ironic. That's the blood of the Lord. Yeah. For us, the Sangria. Yeah. Oh yeah. And being in recovery, that's, it's tricky, right? Being like, cause it's it's difficult because sangria is alcohol right so it's uh yeah well uh mark it's funny you said because i can sort of do other drugs uh it is just specifically Uh pain for me so i can sort of have a glass of wine at dinner Uh, i can sort Uh of uh you know take a toke or two of weed and say oh that's enough of for me uh for the night Uh but when i get you know that sweet sweet paint that's when things sort of get off the rails a little bit yeah yeah that's 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 tough but that's that's beautiful kind of like honestly i'm so happy that you've you found that group and it's um those guys seem like you know stand-up guys and so it's i'd love to meet them one day yeah uh you can't meet them yet but soon enough you will be able to meet them uh very cool i hope they can come to a show hope they can come to one of our shows well they don't listen to music you're not allowed to listen to music yeah. you can't play it though there, that's the one. Oh, okay yeah it's yeah. A, that's 22 yeah. yeah i um my pre-show ritual is a uh a little unorthodox so um i don't know if people are aware like uh the jelly things you have for arthritis when you're typing on a keyboard mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. those big those big floppy things uh what i like to do is i like to take a pair of those and I get completely naked and I like to just kind of uh, wake my body up. And so I'll just, I'll, I'll whip, I'll whip my body um, a couple of hundred times 
just to get the muscles loose and awake and, and just re- be ready for the audience um, to, to give them my body. And so that's, that's something I do. And it's, it's really kind of spiritual in its own right. You know, I guess we all kind of um, are connecting to, you know, another thing. And so I get, I get into a meditative state when I'm slapping and my skin does get, you know, pretty red. Um, uh-huh. And there have been kind of, you know, some, some conditions and side effects due to it, uh, which have inspired a few of the different songs. Um but yeah, that's it's. I, I feel it's 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 what works for me. You know, I, I discovered it back in that tour in San Antonio um, when we were uh, playing in that back of that um, the office that max. JC, yeah, the office max, <laughs> and they had they had all that spare stuff, and so I just picked it up and just I just started slapping myself because I was. Mad. Oh, yeah, I remember you. Um, uh, you stapled your you stapled your arm a few times that day. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, tr- you yeah. tried a bunch of different office supplies to sort of see which one was going to work, and then you landed finally on the the gels for like arthritis and uh, what yeah. the carpal tunnel. Yeah, yeah, and it, it hit. It hit like the other stuff was a little too, a little too hard, a little too sure. tough. Um, and so the jelly, uh, there's a nice happy medium there, and um, yeah, I just smacked the shit out of myself with a couple of jelly flipping huh. flops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. I, I'm I'm really doing a pretty much exact opposite of that because I'm getting into uh my own my own uh uh brand of uh, mud baths here these days. I'm I'm taking I'm filling up a tub with Greasley's greasy mud bath solution, and it it's it's night and day for me with, with with how I used to feel and how I feel now man I am I am soothed I am moist I am you know muddy in a in a good way in a clean way it's not dirty it's not smelly it's it smells nice there's a little bit of rose water a little bit of lavender in there really gets you and it makes you feel like you've been in a swamp, but you're clean and you're ready to take on the day. So I would really, I would recommend that to anybody that wants to, uh, you know, sort of brighten up their day and get ready to rock and roll. You know, uh, yeah, you're having a little bit of a chemical reaction sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the formula is not is not ready for market yet. Obviously, um, you know, I will say mostly my skin is looking good. There's some, you know, some splotchy red and uh purple spots while it's kind of kind of why i'm wearing all blue to sort of uh, you know color theory take away from that kind of soften the uh splotches on my skin but uh overall i'm saying that's this is the best pre-show ritual i've ever had because i used to you know i used to get pretty aggressive with the uh uh you know just breaking breaking bricks and breaking rocks with my you know with my stick hands yeah with uh you know hammers you know, my, my, my drumming mentor, he kind of, he kind of put this in my head that a drumstick is kind of like a hammer and you got to keep working that muscle in the best way is with a hammer and hammer and stuff. So I, I used to be smashing stuff, but now I'm trying to, I'm trying to be more relaxed with it. You know, I'm trying to be more smooth with it rather than, rather than that aggressive feeling. And he was a foreman, right? He was yes. Four, yes. Yeah. yeah. He was, yeah, he was, he was my uncle. He was, you know. He was not really a professional drummer in any sense of the word, but he, uh, you know, he, he instilled yeah. a sense of music, a love of music in me yeah. with the way he would just rat-a-tat-tat with the, with the, with the hammers on the, uh, yeah. 
he had you know, talent. Buckets. He had talent. He had Undisputable talent. It wasn't refined, but he had talent. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to bring up uh, an argument here, but I feel like uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't. Um, so we we have only a certain amount of space in the van. And mm. we, we have enough space for the drums. We have enough space for the guitar. We have enough space for my writing pads and my vocal equipment. Um, and so, but it's tight. It's, it's tight back there. And so... Um, when uh when Greg wanted to bring the tub yes. um i wanted to get I, into this his freestanding tub that he he to lug around yeah it was um it it got heated and we all we always we almost stopped before we started to be honest with you because that was uh a little bit of a of a sticking point for me just because i'm like what the fuck we're bringing a goddamn tub um and it, it's, I'm still, I don't, we, we ended up figuring it out. Uh, we could, you know, move some stuff around. Um, didn't need all the mics. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's still kind of crazy. I mean, I'm sorry we started off on the wrong foot with the whole tub thing, but yeah. I, not to get into it, but it's just, it's efficient. I don't have to use. I'm sleeping in it first of all, so that's one less. That's one less hotel room we have to book. You know, sure. it's it's working out nicely so far. We made it work. I mean, ideally we'd have a bigger van. We'd have multiple vans, something like that. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And it's just uh, it's kind of my only you know sticking point. I was ready to lose a you know. I'd rather go without the drums if I'm being honest than without the tub. So, well, well, I wanted to sort of, I mean, I'm a little upset that my idea of tie, uh, you know, putting wheels on the tub and tying it to the back of the van and one of us Mm. rides in it didn't sort of gain more traction. Uh, I I thought that that sort of would have been the solution. I know it's not street legal, but I think that if we could have gotten away with it, uh, especially if one of the cops was a fan, you know, exactly. And it made the most sense. You love the tub so much, like, you know, Get yeah, your ride in the tub. Yeah. yeah, ride in the tub. I'd love to. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'd love to do that. But you just the, the the our manager. He just he won't get over the fact that it is illegal and it is dangerous. So I'm gonna have to side with him. I'm gonna have to side with him that it, it might be dangerous if I do that. But it yeah. sure would be fun, and it could kind of be like a mascot. It could be like a mascot situation for the tour. Yeah, and uh, it, in a way, it still is a tub. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll bring it out on stage if you you know. Maybe we'll do something crazy with it. Yeah, I mean, you sky's can, the limit. You do sort of keep pushing those shirts on us, where it is just a t- like it's sort of like how Cake has the pig, or Dave Matthews Band has the fire dancer. We would have mm-hmm. sort of a tub on the shirts and stuff. I don't know how that's going to sort of take off because, I mean, I know this isn't a visual medium, but people can kind of picture it in their heads that it is sort of a tub on a shirt, but it doesn't really come off as a tub because. It's not detailed. It's sort of just sort of silhouette of a tub. So it looks more like yeah. a rectangle. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah. Well, that's how I see the tub. And it's, just, you know, it's just call it a rough sketch, if you will. But, you know, maybe we could improve upon it. But I think it, real, real it's rough. kind of. Okay. No, we're not art critics here. We're musicians. We're not art critics here. It's. I just thought it would be a little more, you know, fun, a little more flirty for the fans. If it was just something, you know, like a little. Well, something I drew on a napkin rather than some, you know, some major artwork, you know, some yeah. huge endeavor, graphic design major, major, you know, yeah. come on. There's nothing this more flirty. Is, this is gritty. Nothing more flirty than an, uh, an amorphous shape. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, 
just uh, nothing, nothing gets people harder or wetter than, um, than random lines. Hey, we don't all, we don't all get hard from, uh, you know, whatever, uh, spanking and slapping you're, you're doing Mark. Come on. <laughs> Some of us right. got a little more softer tastes. <laughs> all right. You know, just, just telling, yeah, just, you know, I didn't mean to bring it up, but I, I feel like I'd be crazy. The fans should know, you know, like this is, this is tour life. You know what I mean? You're living with these yeah. guys. You're, you're, you're driving with them. You're doing everything with them. You're eating, you know, uh-huh. you're literally like it's 26 hours a day with these people. And so it's, uh, you know, it gets, it gets hectic and it gets crazy, but it's like, I love these guys like my brother, but. Sometimes your brothers uh, fight. Yeah, sometimes your yeah. brothers yeah. fight. Sometimes your brothers fight. fight. Um, and I know that more than anyone because me and my brother would get into huge blowout fights sort of all the time. Uh, yeah. So I know sometimes brothers fight. So I'm sort of prepped here to sort of deal with these. So I sort of act as a little bit of the mediator. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, for instance, with the tub situation, I was the one who suggested, why don't we just tie it on the back of the van? Yeah. Um, you Which know. I loved. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone liked it. It was sort of the only one who didn't really like it was Steve, our manager. It's the uh, first time in the history of the band that he's cared about liability. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that again. Well, he's sort of, I mean, I don't want to sort of speak. I mean, he's going to hear this because he's going to do all the yeah. editing and everything. But this guy, I mean, uh. he's, he is sort of buttoned <laughs> up a little bit uh, yeah. since we last sort of saw him. He's sort of taking a more business-like approach to everything. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit of a poindexter. Yeah. He was wearing Which a pocket is... protector, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he uh, he had that TI-83 calculator on him, uh-huh. um, which is surprising because when I saw him four years ago, this guy is the first to just, you know, go balls deep on a bottle of Everclear. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. It seemed, yeah, it seemed like he kind of cleaned up his act a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it's like, hey, good for him, I guess. You know, like, you know, live your life, but... It's like he's not fun. Yeah. He's, he's definitely a lot less fun than he used to be. Yeah. Well, he also sort of took it in a very extreme direction, which also seems unhealthy, where he's sort of playing the part of what appears to be Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory, where he's sort of dressed as like a scientist all the time, and he has mm-hmm. a calculator even though he's not doing calculations. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. thinks that that's what a sober person's like, uh, which yeah. is sort of, you know... I mean, <laughs> I just don't know if that's sort of, you know, what what's going on there. But, uh, you know, it's each his own. Mind you, mind you, this is a guy that used to let us throw knives at him. Uh-huh. Let us used to roll. We used to roll him down the hill a trash in a can. barrel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> just anything. We would put him in anything. We stu- We actually stuffed him in a locker once. So maybe maybe the <laughs> maybe sort of that nerd mentality yeah. kind of caught on. And maybe maybe he found himself. Maybe he's maybe he's happier like this. My favorite thing to do, I this is the the most fun. Some of the most fun, like the memories of this, are are just kind of stick in my head. When we used to do those races, those pube races, oh. where we would we would uh, each lay a, an individual pube on him, um, and who whosoever's uh, lit, uh, you know, whoever went won won. And so that was, I love just doing pube races. And so the first time I saw him, I was like pube races. Uh, and he, 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 he said no to that real quick. Oh yeah. He said no to it. And then he explained sort of the biology behind a pube. 
Yeah, which didn't make a lot of sense. He got out of chalkboard. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he just—he thinks he's doing equations, but he just writes—he just writes random numbers yeah. or some shit. It's nonsense. But good for him. Good for him. Yeah, good for yeah. him for cleaning up his act. He seems—he uh, uh, seems cleaned up at least. Guys, we got to get to the show soon, so uh, I think we should maybe give our final thoughts here on sort of New York City. Uh, and maybe we can sort of give a little preview of what's to come in terms of the tour. Uh, I mean, I think this is the greatest city in the world. It's the Big Apple, uh, and I'm taking a bite out of it, uh, and I'm sort of enjoying every every little bit of juice that I'm getting out of this thing. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, absolutely. It's dripping off my tongue. Um, yeah, it's sure. all over. Covered in that uh, apple juice. Mm-hmm. That, you picked yeah. up a little bit of Bronx there, Jordan, did you? Apple juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Just try, you know, I try to try to fit in. Try to fit in wherever. Man, I've been out of. I've been away from people, man. Whatever I hear, it's Just soaking it up like a sponge crazy. these days, man. That's Mark, beautiful. what about you? Yeah, I like honestly. Uh, this is coming out before the show, right? Or are we we're actually running to the show right now. Uh, which sucks because our opening act tonight is crazy. These guys are fucking animals and they are just built to kill. And so Mm. that's actually their name built to kill BTK. And so Uh. they dress up like robots. (laughs) Like, uh, so it's not a musical act. It's a, it's like um, an action adventure kind of thing. And so these guys, they dress like little robots um, and they just run at each other. It's like battle bots, but humans. It's like human battle bots, and it's built to kill. And uh, they're honestly, it gets the crowd going so hard, and it's really mm-hmm. uh, something that I honestly cannot wait to just uh, take a sneak peek before the, the show. But what I'm most excited about for the tour, like honestly, you know, just kind of getting back to it. Uh, I'm doing a doing a little bit of a sneak peek of a song tonight. Um, okay. Yeah, called. Okay. Uh, called the the big c um and so it's about um uh it's about this canker sore that i'm wrestling with um (laughs) and it's uh it's really i got like a lot of the a lot of lyrics down and so like i was just gonna do like a little acapella and just i gotta say one of our hardest hitting songs one of our hardest hitting songs yeah yeah Yeah, it hits it hits everything it hits it's like a slap in the face btk guys um, which I got to say about those guys, uh, I sort of did have to give them a little bit of a warning because their name is dangerously close to Built to Spill. Uh, mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. BTK is, of course, the blind torture kill serial killer. Uh, so <laughs> they're sort of on two angles there, sort of toeing a line. Uh, they're playing with fire. Yeah, they are playing yeah. with fire, but those are the, those are And they have guys, some right? wicked pyro. They have some wicked pyrotechnics too. So they're and they're used to it. But those are those guys. Uh so yeah, I mean come out, enjoy the show. I mean, you guys are going to love it. Uh and uh with that guys, I think we should take off here. Yeah, adios. All right. All right. We'll see you next week later. Bye. Bye.